So we're we're on to the um, the uh, the the part where we um, I can't even fucking think of words anymore. It's wine so, time. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? It's wine time. Yeah, maybe <laughs> this whole podcast just ruined my brain. It has nothing to do with getting older. It's just the podcast has destroyed it. Uh, the charts. Yeah, you weren't using it anyway. Where I make the charts. Mm -hmm. What is that called? The spreadsheets. Spreadsheets. Thank you for the word that I should know by now. <laughs> that you just said like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, something like that. Welcome to Incredibly Daring, a podcast where we usually read vintage, choose your own adventure books to each other and make general report decisions, but we're doing something kind of different because it's our anniversary. Hey. Our three-year anniversary. He's a jolly good song podcast. I don't sure. know. <laughs> uh, so no book this week. We're just going to do that old thing where we talk about all the books that we read. Yeah, retrospective. All of our wonderful memories. <laughs> the whole COVID year. Yeah. And... Whatever 2020 was. Ridiculous. Yeah. So three years. Huzzah! Any any good memories? <laughs> <laughs> Even a single good memory? <laughs> I mean, I will say that I based my list this time on memory of the record, not necessarily re-listening to the books the episodes themselves yeah yeah so it'll it'll be the books that i remember the recording of I, so they may or be good they may be bad but i have very you know specific memories of them so that's how i chose this time right i delete every single one as soon as you guys leave from my brain <laughs> yeah we, we know that yeah. okay. we're very clear <laughs> good. Good. Uh, just so we're all aware yeah. Like, I don't even remember doing a podcast for the last three years. So, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> that would explain a lot. <laughs> so, uh, I don't, I don't, I honestly, the thing, the, the episodes that I'm the least familiar with are our anniversary episodes. Like, I listen to those ones and then, like, never listen to them again. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't ever remember how any of these goes, but I do, I do remember there's my spreadsheet section. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. It's full disclosure, it's more list than spreadsheet, but spreadsheet sounds nerdier, so we just yeah. say spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we will discuss, you know, like our favorite books and maybe some of our least favorite books a little bit and kind of give you a, a little bit of an idea about what's going to be coming in the future. Because uh, we've still probably got about two more years of this shit to fucking get through. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, we are going to be putting together a playlist within the next... Well, at the time that you are hearing this, the playlist will already have been completed and be up. But here in the past, we are still in the process of putting the playlist together. And it's just going to be... Like, our last playlist was, like, our favorite episodes just all in, in general. And I think that playlist itself is just going to get renamed to the best of years one and two uh -huh. and then we're going to put together another playlist this year that's just the best of year three it's going to be our favorite uh episodes that we read this year this season this yeah. whatever you want to call it so but we also have our own favorites that we'll we'll discuss and get into in a little bit anybody want to go first with list stuff or 
I mean, we don't have to do like a full list. We can just talk about a couple of our favorites, um, favorite memory stuff like that. So, Magic Master. Mm-hmm. It's a little self-aggrandizing uh, for me. I was reading that one. Sure. But I fucking lis- listening back to it. I loved my voice for the magician. Oh yeah. Like I sounded, uh-huh. I sounded almost like somebody completely different, which is, you know, half the time cowboy accent, whatever. Like I still sound like me, you know? Right. But with the magician, I really, maybe there was a little Dr. Demento in there. I don't know, but that's kind of, I wasn't necessarily trying that hard to sound. I mean, I, you know, I was trying to sound different, but, uh, I felt like it sounded the most different out of most of my voices, except when I try and sound like a little girl, which always sounds <laughs> yeah, that, horrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think you had a little bit of that in um, Outlaw Gulch. Yeah. When we ran into um, Dueling Scarred Librarian. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. The one that we wanted the whole book about. Yeah. He, at one point we run to like one of his friends who introduces us to the outlaw gang. Right. And his friend is some lady. I don't remember who she was. Yeah. And you did a voice for her. I cringed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not going to work. Yeah. I kind of liked my voice for him too, but uh, yeah, I don't know. The the magician in, in Magic Master was kind of so far my favorite for me. That and was on my list. Yeah. I enjoyed <laughs> You are a superstar in the book about tennis. Re-listening to that one again was super fun because I was like, oh my God, we really did just bail out half, not even halfway through the tennis section. Yeah. That book was wild. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my least favorite. I was going to uh, say that might be one it's, of my bottom. I mean, none of us liked it, but that yeah. I thought it was a fun episode. Fun episode. <laughs> it was definitely my least favorite ever Packard book, but I don't think it's my least favorite book of the year. And uh, I don't know if it would go on a list of, like, even the recording session. Like, I was about, about the time that I jumped on the tennis was about the time that I was done with that book. (laughs) So everything after that was just more trauma. (laughs) Yep. Which is why it made my top ten. (laughs) Of course. Of course. We also had at least two books about children being kidnapped, which was great. And they both made my yeah. list. We had hijacked, kidnapped, and I think there was one, oh, captive. That, that wasn't about a kid being kidnapped. That was about us finding an abducted person in like 15th century. Yeah. Someplace. Yeah, but hijacked mm-hmm. and kidnapped were both very good. Kidna- <laughs> I think kidnapped, I think kidnapped was the one I liked more. Kidnapped was the one. Um, Our friend got kidnapped. Yeah, kidnapped was the one where we had the, rent, the the rich friend named Jason, which is probably why you liked it more. And he was such a great guy and everybody loved him so much. Yeah. He was so yeah. humble. And yeah. yeah. And then uh, we basically just kept running. Like every opportunity we had yeah. to run, we just yeah. kept running. <laughs> and then uh, hijacked was the one where our whole, our whole bus, our whole got, bus kidnapped, got kidnapped. Got kidnapped. Oh, no. And then we I got freaking love that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, then I had, love that one. We had to look through the crack. Yeah. Right. <laughs> No, I love, uh, yeah, Hijacked was freaking amazing. We had to keep taking a turn at the crack. Yes. (laughs) One of my first favorites uh, was Hurricane, like right off the bat, Mm -hmm. with us uh, on the boat airing out our balls. (laughs) Uh, It did have a a weird time travel element with the wrong kind of Indians. (laughs) Yeah. It was an interesting turn of phrase. Um. That kind of like set the tone for me for the year. Like I kind of was like, 
like this is sort of a, it's not necessarily the high water mark but it is the like, direction that buckle I'm up, buttercup. Yeah, this is where <laughs> I hope everything is going this year and I mean we we did pretty good we had a few spots where uh, I want to say maybe like sometime in the last I don't know third quarter where we just kind of hit like a rough spot where it was just like everything that we listened to we just everything that we read, we read I mean we just hated uh -huh. mm -hmm. um, but then outside of that, we seem to have a pretty good year. I, for some reason in my mind, while I was going back on this, I just kind of felt like everything that we read this year was horrible and that we, it just sucked. But then when I went back and was actually looking at our, our, uh, recommendations and stuff, I was like, well, actually we, we did pretty good this year. So, well, and I, and I noticed, uh, listening back to even, even the ones that we were kind of hating on, um, Still, I I found them enjoyable to listen to. You know, sure. uh, our our commentary slash realizations slash whatever. Uh, I don't know. I, I I found some of it quite quite hilarious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I found myself laughing even harder at the dick and fart jokes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, like from Island of Time onto like Magic Master, we only recommended one book in that entire time, huh. and that was. Uh, Vampire Invaders. Yeah, that's a good stretch. <laughs> yeah, that's a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight books. We recommended one book in eight books. So I do have Vampire Invaders on my list too. Yeah. For it's, I don't know. Well, it's because um, Chief Dubois is everybody's favorite <laughs> character. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of voices that make you cringe. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild, because I put, like, two in that group on my list. Uh, the only one that I put from there on my list was Vampire Invaders. See, I put Kidnapped and Behind the Wheel. Because Kidnapped was... I just well, enjoy those children getting kidnapped books. Behind the Wheel was Formula One. Yeah, or and was that was entertaining one? to me. Um, you had yeah. the options. Yeah, we did Formula One. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't get to enjoy um, the race forever. Oh, that... So mm. she had to settle for the yeah. crappy knockoff. Yeah. Behind the Wheel... I mean, I don't know if this ruins it already, but that's that's got to be my worst. What, the thought travel one? Yeah. You didn't like the yeah. thought travel? No, <laughs> fucking hated it. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't even, I mean, I laughed during the episode and, and the whole time was, was you know, well, listening to it was like, what the fuck? The real, <laughs> Still. the real point where that book seemed to lose you guys, and it makes sense, but the real point where you guys seemed to just be like completely checked out for that book was when you decided not to get back into the Maserati. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maserati was sitting out there, and you're no. like, and you're like, I'm just gonna leave it and go by. <laughs> Run on foot. You're a driver. Yeah, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> both both of us for sure were pissed off at that one. So mm -hmm. yeah, that one's that one's got to be my worst, worst <laughs> of the worst out of the out of all of the rest of them, even the ones that we didn't recommend. Whatever. I think I think that one honestly pissed me off the most <laughs> because of that choice, and I don't think I've had that strong of a reaction. To any of these, sure. <laughs> like I wanted to flip the table and throw things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's. I think we talked about it during the episode, but there's there's the possibility of an interesting or a fun car chase scene there. Yeah. Right. Yes. In a book about racing cars. Yes. With a guy who loves to talk about cars, and he's like, "No, nah, you just no, run off on it. foot." Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God damn. Maybe he was. Um, Trying to, uh, uh, what's the term? 
when you have expectations and then they oh subvert yeah maybe they're just trying to subvert I mean, he's trying to subvert the expectations i was gonna it? say disappoint but you know. sure i mean well yeah he was definitely <laughs> aiming to disappoint us let's see i'd say with the exception of cobra connection and maybe chinese dragons the kung fu inspired ones this round didn't really do it for me that, there was the one uh what was the last kung fu one uh the the lost, lost ninja? ninja was that the one with saito who's 40 years old <laughs> and we team up with a girl see that's why i don't like him because i get them all jumbled in my head and i'm like ah i think master Sa of karate we teamed up with this girl who ended up kicking a way more ass than we did one of those i don't think that was well yeah so the lost ninja is the one where uh at the end of it we we bungee jump off the um, Golden Gate Bridge with Saito because that's uh -huh. our big escape plan yeah. <laughs> and it somehow fucking worked. Yeah. Um, let's see what's that. What's before this one? And by the way, like the the Lost Ninja isn't one of the Master of books. That's one of Jay Liebel's uh, right. Yeah. Ninja books. Ninja Universe. Master yeah. of Karate, I think, was the last. Master of Karate. Oh. Yeah. So, so I think that one had the girl kind of sidekick that I can't remember her name, but. Uh, for a lot of these where they fall kind of flat on the actual action like mm -hmm. where the fuck is the karate where the fuck is the kung fu i think the i think the master of karate we still didn't do jack shit as far as kung fu karate taekwondo whatever but the girl in it actually kicked some ass i mean she like punched a dude in the solar plexus yeah. and knocked him out with one punch yeah you know I don't remember that. I think this is the one you're talking about. Because what, what, what I remember from this one, we're talking about Master of Karate now, is the, the big um, global takeover the world plan was uh -huh. to put a little tiny chip inside electronics. Uh -huh. Oh, yes. That was going to turn into a mind control chip. But in order for, their, for that plan to work was that they had to send guys in samurai outfits to local electronic stores to break electronics right. with baseball bats. <laughs> So, playing the long game. Yeah. Um, I remember that we found a girl yeah. who was trying to help us out, and we decided to try and escape from her, and we fell into a moat with a moat squid in it. <laughs> Killed us. I think we must have picked another route, though, where we teamed we up did, with yeah, her. We did, yeah. At one point, we yeah. left with her, but I don't remember her really kicking any yeah, ass. She, but I, she was the only one. Because, I mean, the whole time the whole time we were like, uh, do something, kick somebody, whatever, mm -hmm. punch somebody. Like, you're supposed to be a master. And then she ended up doing the sure. kicking of the ass a, a couple I, times. There was a, a few. I don't doubt that that's in here. I just don't remember any of that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember all the really right. super ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, that's the main stuff I remember is finally a master of book having some fighting in it. Uh, Not just a glossary. Yeah, but I, but I forgot <laughs> I forgot about the uh, the mind control chips. Yeah, see, those just all blend together for me and they're not really high on my list. Speaking um, of ridiculous plots, uh, what about the, uh, is it the hijacked with the bus? God, yeah, hijacked Because that was another global domination. Yeah, like what's the plan with this? And we yeah, never we don't, yeah, we never figured out what the plan was. Because we got out of the bus. <laughs> Somehow it was important for them to kidnap a group full of- uh, Public school. Public yeah. school kids. Public school kids. And the bus, salty bus driver. In order to take over the world. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Weak, weak plot. <laughs> Somehow. I mean, that, that one was rough just on the plot points. <laughs> yeah. No, both Master of Karate and Master of Taekwondo made it onto my list. 
Taekwondo is one where Richard Brightfield doesn't know how night shifts work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot about that. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that stuck with me, so, yeah. Two of the you are blanks made it onto mine. You are you a superstar are. and you are a millionaire. I have zero you are. Yeah, I have zero from the you are also. Fascinatingly different list this time. Yeah. You are a superstar was the one, the tennis, tennis. one. And then you are a millionaire. millionaire. Yeah. Could tell our classmates or not. Sure. You are a millionaire is the only you are a whatever book that wasn't written by Edward Packard. Mm. It's written by Jay Leibold. Oh. Mm -hmm. Vampire Invaders was up there, of course. Mm. I don't know. I Ghost Train? I'm trying to remember why I put Ghost Train on there yeah i know i partially i know i partially hated it because we never saw a fucking ghost train mm -hmm. but there was something in in well, listening to the to the episode uh i don't know i enjoyed i enjoyed listening to the episode the, f the funniest part of that episode to me was connie trying to pronounce the names <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah most of that book was fairly bland though i mean we mm -hmm. went up was a ghost there was a bunch of ghost women i think i think it was connie at one yeah, point we traveled said, in time or something but we were like why is the book even called ghost train if there's no ghost train and i think connie said because two scary indian ladies isn't a name that you could call the book or something <laughs> like that yeah. <laughs> so, yeah that was probably the high point of that book yeah Oh, let's see. I also have South Pole Sabotage and its sequel, Alien Go Home, on my yep. list. Both of those are on mine. South Pole Sabotage is one that could be cut. Yeah. It, the most memorable part of that book for me, aside from, like, the guy shooting at us from, like, a thousand yes. miles away or whatever, <laughs> was us tripping over that cord yeah, at the and end and hitting, hitting our heads in the computer. and ourselves. <laughs> yes. Uh, Daredevil Park. Yep, that's mm -hmm. on my list. Uh, I mean, that was just fun. Fighting uh, Dr. Wiley is always good. There's a whole section about... Um, I mean, running into a mad scientist is always fun. Yes. Yeah. There's a whole section in there, though, about running into like a, like a wilderness park. And you come to an area where like there is a cheetah up on top of a cliffside, like a bunch of like stones, like staring down at you. And... It's just staring at you, and you have, you're not sure if you should run or not. And that's kind of your choice. Do I run from it and risk becoming prey, or do I just stay put and hope that uh, somebody, like some park ranger or whatever, will come and rescue me? Okay. And if you stay there, you stand there for like a day and a half. <laughs> oh dear lord! Before staring at this thing. Before somebody shows up and goes, they're they're mechanical. <laughs> I was <laughs> yeah. mechanical wow, dude. Shocked we didn't find that in <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was I was gonna say they're probably not even real. No, they're not. Yeah. Oh my god. It's right. incredibly dumb. Cobra oh. Connection made it onto my list, even though that episode is long. Oh, with Molly. Molly the bird lady slash spy. Right. And all the Molly that she was doing. We did not listen to instructions. That she was selling. She was selling, selling Molly. Doing I think we were on the Molly. Hmm? Uh terrorist trap. I mean, I mostly added that because specifically Connie hadn't heard of uh, Turbo Teen. Right. And I just really liked that little uh, tangent that, tangent tangent that we went off on. Sure. I mean, it was it was a good chunk of that episode, <laughs> actually. Yeah. That's the problem with that book, though, is that 
the best part of that book had nothing to do with the actual that, book that's itself. That's partially true, except, I mean, even, I, I liked uh, going to the pier, and then we got duct taped, and then they decided to d dispose of us. I mean, I... Oh, yeah, that, that I, one wasn't too bad. Yeah, I, I liked that. Uh, mm -hmm. That was one of my least favorite of, this, of, of yeah. the year. That's uh, because nothing that we did had any effect on the story. That's mm -hmm. true. Everything would have worked out... Regardless of whether or not we got involved. Yeah, at one point, our what our uncle uh, had kidnapped our brother because well, our, was... our brother went to confront him, and yeah. our brother and our uncle was working with some Russian lady to sell nuclear nuclear weapons, weapons or, something. or something to yeah. Russia. And once we got there, the, the cops showed, showed up almost yeah. immediately afterwards mm -hmm. and yeah. took care so, of everything. So. Yeah. So I mean, him leaving us a note to even suggest. Yeah, because we called the cops, and the cops were like, "You have to wait twenty four hours." So yeah, I mean that didn't matter. Yeah, in theory, if that was a thing, they could have been like, "Dude, just hold on. We know where your brother is. Mm -hmm. You know, we got this. Just stay home. Don't do anything. Yeah, definitely don't go looking for him. Yeah, <laughs> like that could have been the whole story. I mean, probably. I mean, should have been the whole story, but instead, yeah. I mean, obviously, that would have been a that would have been an even worse choose your adventure yeah, book. <laughs> dumb, boring story for sure. Mm, and yeah. we would have never met his girlfriend from work. But mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, no, there, there was, yeah. It was, I mean, I mean, choice-wise and what happened, what ended up happening because of your choices, it was all dumb. But I enjoyed listening to that episode. So all favorite episodes and stuff aside, like I don't know if we've talked about it yet or not, but do you guys have a favorite episode? Of the year. Oh, of the year? Hmm. I mean, I did enjoy Hijacked. It was ridiculous. <laughs> That's the one? That might be my top one. Gosh. Favorite, favorite, favorite. I think I might have to go Vampire Invaders. I mean, we got to go to New Orleans. We got to meet Chief Dubois. <laughs> got to meet Chief Dubois. <laughs> got to eat some beignets, I think. That must have been in there somewhere, I mean, right? it must have. Yeah, I think I, I think I might have to go Vampire Invaders. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I kind of I kind of liked it too for a sequel to the mm -hmm. original, and, mm -hmm. and, sure. and we were you know a vampire expert, yeah. space vampire expert that we, we were, were. A vampire and, expert that had almost completely forgot our last experience with a vampire. <laughs> and and Nira Vivaldi shows up shows up again. Yeah, in that right. I think so. I don't. Oh, she might have been in that council of scientists. I think she was. I don't think she played a big part. I think she showed up for like two lines of unless dialogue. Unless I'm confusing, unless I'm, I could be confusing it's two different episodes. But incredibly impossible to tell with yeah. Edward Packard whether or not Nero Vivaldi is in any given book. And we got we got our rando like one use item uh, that stuns a vampire or <laughs> or uncloaks the ship. Mm -hmm. Sure. So uh, that's one I'd actually wouldn't mind seeing some of the other possible endings too. You know. So my favorite, uh, and it's not even close, like light years above all the rest of the books this year, uh -huh. Alien Go Home. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good one, too. Gleeb Fogo is my favorite character of the entire year. <laughs> he just wants to go to L.A. <laughs> Take me to L.A. <laughs> that's true. There's that, that Russian guy that landed in the ship with yeah, them. Yeah, we just drug along with us. We dragged him along, but he didn't seem to give any fucks that his buddies were dead. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, very likely that he murdered them in the ship and that's why it crashed. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the only thing that would have made that better is if Sourdough had played a bigger part. Yeah. If he had come with just us. kind of left him. Yeah. My least favorite of the year. Bum, bum, bum. Is uh, The Search for Aladdin's Lamp. Yeah. Just, yeah. Jay that Liebold's, one is kind of a dud. Yeah, it's just like Jay Liebold's writing exercise. <laughs> that one That one was definitely up there for me. Uh, yeah, the whole way we die in that room with other dead people. Like, yeah. I, yeah. It kind of sucks. I usually like Jay Leeple, but he didn't seem to have a very, very good year this year. Yeah. Well, there's always next year, Jay. Well, what about, what? what is your guys' least favorite books this year? I mean, I'm going to lump all those Master of ones together because I didn't, they all run together for me. Oh. I know. I'm sure there's one that's probably worse than the others. As far as the Master of books? The Taekwondo one, maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, technically that's probably the worst one because, uh, because, um, because it was the first one. No, well, no, no, no. there's Master of Kung Fu. Master of Kung Fu. Oh. But, um, that's the one where Richard Brightfield doesn't know how Night Shift works. Night Shift works. works yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, Master of Kung Fu is the least memorable one for me. Mm-hmm. Which is why it's not and on my list. Yeah. Might be. I don't honestly remember. Yeah. Which one is that one? Because that might be it. <laughs> the very first one is the one where Billy vanishes and we have to figure out what happened yeah. to him. Yeah. The whole Billy. camera subplot. Oh, like see, it. that one I liked. <laughs> yeah, I think we when get... I remember the camera subplot, I was like, oh yeah, that one was fun. So it seemed like there was another one that came after that. Because there was one where they made a big deal about some girl that we met, but the choices that we made, we never met that girl. Uh, and so. Yeah, that or worst day of your life. That one I also have like no real memory of. And that's the one with the dude who lost the alligator, and we had to go in the. Um, are you? No, 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 We were in the uh, the slough next oh, to the yeah. side of the road. Yeah. And we ran into the alligator and it went up biting our head off. Nice. Um, and we got charged by a bull. And the neighbor lady showed up pissed off because the bull got I remember that. loose. And our uncle gave him um, eggs, like a dozen eggs to mm-hmm. make up for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's those ones that I'm like, I don't have any memory of this. Uh. That one's on one of my, that's one of my favorites of the year. (laughs) (laughs) I think I already said it earlier, but my worst was behind the wheel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because it made you so mad. So angry. (laughs) So, so angry. Okay, so I guess here's the part where we'll we'll go on to the... um, Did you say your worst? Yes. It was the Aladdin's Lamp one. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I missed that. I mean, I didn't miss it. I was here for it. I already deleted that portion yep. from my brain. We're exactly. not even gone yet. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on the spreadsheet part. We can do either um, discussions of authors and illustrators or yays and nays. Like how many books did we recommend? Which it depends on which ones mm. you guys want to go with first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, that one's always fascinating to see if we Where agree because we, yeah, we usually sure. agree. So you want to do the A's and A's yeah. first? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So 44 books this year. Who do you think recommended the most books? Who do you think was the most optimistic person here? Connie. Jason. It was her. Oh, it, it was, was me. It was Connie this nice. year. Oh. Yeah. And who do you think was the least optimistic? You. <laughs> me. No, it was Connie again. Oh. Wait. It was me. <laughs> 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 I was like, how, how does that work? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Jason was Connie with 27 yays and 17 nays. Okay. Uh, Jason with 25 yays and 19 nays. And me finally achieved 
perfect balance this year. Oh. 22 yays, mm. 22 nays. Excellent. Oh. I have a, I have transcended this plane of existence. <laughs> hey, well, I guess uh, I have to have auditions for another. Yep. Another podcast yeah. person. So. Yeah. So, uh, Hurricane, Track of the Bear, Mutiny in Space, Return of the Ninja, Captive, Blood on the Handle. I don't know how. You're a genius. You are a millionaire. Revenge of the Russian Ghost. The Worst Day of Your Life, Alien Go Home, Hijacked, Master of Karate, Chinese Dragons, Smoke Jumper, Daredevil Park, Vampire Invaders, and Silver Wings. We all agreed were the best books. Right. <laughs> Those are the ones we all said all yay to. Yay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I don't have any clue how Blood on the Handle got on that <laughs> list. Um... Exile to Earth, Master of Kung Fu, You Are a Superstar, no big surprise there, Stock Car Champion, no big surprise there, Master of Taekwondo, Grave Robbers, uh, Fight for Freedom, Invaders from Within, Island of Time, Kidnapped, Search for Aladdin's Lamp, The Terrorist Trap, Ghost Train, Behind the Wheel, Magic Master, Superbike, we all said, fuck those books. Which is hilarious, because like some of those are on my list. <laughs> I did hate the Island of Time. See, yeah. I put that one on my list. I liked Although I think I, th I think I think I might have liked it had we gone the old timey working on the boat route. Right. But we just we didn't we didn't end up having time to go back and do yeah. that. Yeah. So the rest the rest of it just seems stupid. The time travel alien from the yeah, future it, it turned into a whole yeah R. A. Montgomery thing at the end. Of yeah. There, so. Yeah. Yes. Hated. Hated that part for yeah. sure. <laughs> that might I mean, the, the whole boat thing, like that. I mean, I was looking up that boat specifically later on, like, hmm, maybe I want to get one of those. You know, I mean, oh, the Zodiac or whatever. It Zodiac was. boat, yeah. yeah, yeah, inflatable Zodiac. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I was uh, definitely interested. It piqued my interest in some things, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah that that one was a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so forty-four books. How many authors do you think we had this year? Ten. Forty-five. <laughs> Give a serious answer, Jason. <laughs> I'm going to go with 26. 26 authors out of 44 books? Well, some of them wrote multiple books. Just let him guess that. <laughs> right. All right. Ten for her. 26 for you. Yeah. The correct answer was... Uh, Possibly 13, oh. possibly 15, depending on how you count them. Oh. <laughs> because there were two books that were written by two people. Technically, three books that were written by two people. Mm. But, right, the mother-son team. Yes, and then the husband-wife team. And then there was Edward Packard and Ari Montgomery wrote a book together, but they already get counted into the list anyway. So, mm -hmm. so uh, let's see. The people who wrote one book this year, Jim Beckett. He wrote Inca Gold. That was his only Choose Your Own Adventure book, but he also did the Tour de France book that we read earlier. Ellen Kushner wrote one book for us this year. She of the like uh, Statue of Liberty adventure mm -hmm. and the Outlaws of Sherwood Forest book. She wrote one book this year that was uh, Can It Get to the Round Table? And that was her very last Choose Your Own Adventure book. Mm. So by Ellen Kushner. Uh, Bill and Luann Hampton wrote Captive. 
That was their only choose your own adventure book. They got mm. divorced shortly after. Did they really? <laughs> no, that was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> the joke. But it could have been true. Yes, it was I mean, very likely. R.A. Montgomery and Packer got divorced after. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, Allison Gilligan, who I, I we're not sure if she's Shannon Gilligan's daughter or sister. Or we definitely think that's true, though. She is in some way, shape, or form probably related to Shannon Gilligan. Allison Gilligan, she only wrote one book this year. That was Treasures of the Onyx Dragon. That was her first Choose Your Own Adventure book. She has one book left, mm. which we haven't gotten to yet. Oh. Uh, Sarah and Spencer Compton wrote uh, Daredevil Park. We're assuming that that's the mother-son team. Right, They yeah. could have been married. Who knows? No, no, they specifically said mother-son. No, they didn't specifically. We just assumed that because Spencer had been training for this book his whole life, which implied that he was a child. Uh. But then in the description and the uh, the author's thing, he was at least in university. Yeah. So oh. it is possible that they are mother-son. It is also possible that they are married and he just likes... That whole opening, though, the whole opening of the sure. book is all exasperated parent yes. writing but a story about their son. All our headcanon. Yep. <laughs> There's no possible way that we could really know. Except to maybe Google them. We have, and we didn't find any. Oh, all right. Anyway, Daredevil Park was their only Choose Your Own Adventure book. That's it. Bye-bye. I liked it. To be that honest, was the one that Goosebumps ripped off too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. uh, to be honest, Sarah Compton has written some other books for other Choose Your Own Adventure series, like the Little Kids series and stuff. Okay. She wrote like two or three of those, I think. But Spencer Compton was out. He was like, fuck this, I'm gone. <laughs> Daredevil Park was traumatic enough. <laughs> yeah. gone. That's fair. And then Shannon Gilligan wrote one book this year. That was The Terrorist Trap. And um, that was the book that didn't matter what we did. It all worked out anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and she only has one book left. Seddon Johnson wrote two books for us. Those were her only two books. Those were South Pole Sabotage and Alien Go Home. Her first and last books for the whole series. She didn't write for anything else for Choose Your Own Adventure either. Oh. And in fact, I haven't been able to find any information for her about her at all. She may be a pen name. Mm. Uh, hard to say. Ramsey Montgomery... Uh, the Passed Away Son of R.A. Montgomery wrote two books for us this year. He wrote Grave Robbers and Outlaw Gulch, and he only has one book left. Hmm. Louise Monroe Foley wrote two books for us. She wrote The Cobra Connection. I love how they're writing these books for us. Yep. <laughs> uh, she wrote The Cobra Connection and Ghost Train, and Ghost Train was her last Choose Your Own Adventure book. Hmm. To Jason, Jeremy, and Con. That's right. No, no more Louise Monroe Foley books coming down mm. the pipeline. Uh, uh, with five books, Richard Brightfield. He wrote Hurricane, Master of Kung Fu, Master of Taekwondo, Hijacked, and Master of Karate. He only has four books left in the series. All of them are yeah, Masters of... Yeah. <laughs> oh, goody. So, that makes sense. Yep. We're, running well, I mean, out of, we're running out of martial a, arts. He's at least improving, though. I mean, there there was some good stuff there in, in the... Um, so four more glossaries. At, at least the Master of Karate. But how many... I guess there's a ton of different martial arts out there, so... Yes. Six books. Jay Lee Bold. He wrote Return of the Ninja, You Are a Millionaire, Revenge of the Russian Ghost, Fight for Freedom, The Lost Ninja, and The Search for Aladdin's Lamp. With the exception of the two ninja books, I wasn't really a fan of any of those this year. Yeah. Which yeah. is sad because I usually like Jay Leibold. Mm. Um, he's only got three books left in the series, two of which are ninja books. Okay. So, 
little something to look forward to. More ninja books. So, on to the big hitters. With nine and a half books, Ari <laughs> Montgomery. Track of the Bear, which is one of my favorites. Exile to Earth, Mutiny in Space with Edward Packard. Blood on the Handle, Stock Car Champion, Chinese Dragons, which is another one of my favorites. Smoke Jumper, which is another one of my favorites. Island of Time, Behind the Wheel, and Silver Wings. And then the Grandmaster, the big daddy of all, uh, Edward Packard with 11 and a half books. He did You Are a Monster, Mutiny in Space with Ari Montgomery. You Are a Superstar, You Are a Genius, Through the Black Hole, The Worst Day of Your Life, Invaders from Within, Skateboard Champion, one of my all-time favorites, Kidnapped, Vampire Invaders, Magic Master, and Superbike. And both Ari Montgomery and Edward Packard are in it for the long haul. So we will be seeing plenty more stories from them. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So illustrators. How many illustrators do you guys think we had? 44 books. I'm going to guess 10 again. 17. Seven. Ah. That's what Seven. I said. <laughs> so Howard Bender illustrated Mutiny in Space. That's the only book that he illustrated for CYOA. Hmm. Yi Chi Lin um, he did Chinese Dragons. That was the last Choose Your Own Adventure book that he did. I think he did one or two more. I think one of those was Beyond the Great Wall. Mm -hmm. I don't remember if he did another one besides that. With three, and for some reason, like when we first got this guy, I thought he was going to be like a new regular illustrator for the books. Mm -hmm. But he only did three books. We got all three of them this year. And then he was gone. That's Steve Marchese. He did You Are a Superstar, Blood on the Handle, Revenge of the Russian Ghost. I don't know what gave me the impression that he was going to stick around. I just thought he would. He didn't. Yeah. All right. And he got like the three worst books of the year and was like, fuck it about. <laughs> uh, with five books, Judith Mitchell. She of the often deformed feet. <laughs> uh, she did You Are a Monster, Knigget's at the Round Table, Captive, uh, The Search for Aladdin's Lamp, and Superbike was her last CYOA book. Hmm. Never. Yep, we'll right. get no more Judas Mitchell illustrations from here on out. Uh, Ron Wing, he also did five. He did You Are a Millionaire, Skateboard Champion, The Island of Time, Vampire Invaders, and Outlaw Gulch. He is going to be around a lot more often after this. He's taking over for Judith Mitchell's work. With ten illustrations. Leslie Morrill. He did Hurricane, Inca Gold, Stock Car Champion, Alien Go Home, Grave Robbers, Treasure of the Onyx Dragon, Fight for Freedom, Smoke Jumper, Behind the Wheel, and Silver Wings. He only has two more books left. That's a pretty good list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just you wait. Okay. Last guy. Absolute boss. 19 books this year. Oh, Damn. dear Lord. <laughs> Frank Bull. Mm-hmm. Wow. The absolute undisputed fucking workhorse of the entire illustrating team. Guy has no time for his fucking family. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nothing else. Well, he's been just doing it for a long time, too, by now. Mm -hmm. like he's been around since some of the earlier books, right? Uh, I don't think he's been around that long, okay. but he's done a few more before this year. So. All right. Um, so he did Track of the Bear, Exile to Earth, Master of Kung Fu. In fact, I think he did all of the Master of books. 
South Pole Sabotage, Return of the Ninja, You Are a Genius, Through the Black Hole, The Worst Day of Your Life, Master of Taekwondo, The Cobra Connection, Hijacked, Master of Karate, uh, Invaders from Within, The Lost Ninja, so he did both of the ninja books too. Nice. Daredevil Park, Kidnapped, The Terrorist Trap, Ghost Train, and Magic Master. And he's going to be sticking around too. That's good. Yeah. I think we generally like his artwork anyway. He's pretty good. Yeah. But there are two illustrators that we... They're fairly common, and we don't talk about them terribly often. Oh. Those are Frank Bull and the guy that I want to talk about, Leslie Morrill. So he did a grand total of 21 books in the Choose Your Own Adventure series. So he was a bit of a workhorse, too. His very first book was Lost on the Amazon, which was back in the Jill days. Mm -hmm. The very first book that he did after Connie joined was Danger at Anchor Mine, one of my personal favorites. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, some of my favorites that he did this year, Hurricane, with the airing out your balls mm -hmm. artwork, that's him. Stock car champion with the tiny grandpa. <laughs> and uh, Smoke Jumper with Milt and his greasy cheese. Mm -hmm. He also illustrated both of the super adventures. So he did uh, Journey from the Year 3000, which we read earlier, and he did Danger Zones, which is the second one. Huh. And like I said earlier, he's got two books left, 127 Showdown and 144 Comic Crash, and then he's out. Huh. But he passed away in 2003. Oh. Yeah. And I have his obituary. He was born February 10th, 1934 in uh, Hudson, North New Hampshire. <laughs> uh, died of cancer June 23rd, 2003 in Washington, D.C. He's an artist, an educator, and an illustrator. He was an award-winning children's book illustrator. Originally contemplated becoming a dancer. He was talented in tap, but decided not to make it his profession because the physically demanding career would likely not last long. Instead, he decided to focus on art and enrolled in the Boston Museum uh, School of Art. His studies were interrupted by a stint in the Air Force during the mid-1950s, but then he returned to Boston and completed his certificate in 1960, as well as earning a BS in art education from Tufts University that same year. Morrill also attended graduate courses in art at the Cranbrook Academy in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. He subsequently took a job as a public school art supervisor in Groton, Connecticut for four years, followed by work as an assistant professor at Slippery Rock State College from 1967 to 1969. Deciding he needed to be more serious about being an artist, he quit his college position to work as a freelance book illustrator. Beginning with Anne Elliott Crompton's 1971 book, The Sorcerer, Morrill found great success in his new chosen occupation and contributed illustrations mostly to children's books throughout the 1970s, 1980s, and into the 1990s. His work appeared in more than 100 books, and he became especially well-known for his animal illustrations. This is so weird. This talent, he later explained, came, likely came from his years as a child and teenager at Benson's Wild Animal Farm, an outdoor zoo near his hometown, where he worked with many wild and domesticated animals. <laughs> okay. So, he worked at a zoo as a child. <laughs> That's kind of a dream job for... Yeah. Most kids. <laughs> so, Morrill won countless prizes for his art, including two American Institute of Graphic Arts awards and numerous Children's Book of the Year citations from the Child Study Association of America. His illustrations accompany the text of such well-known children's authors as Eve Bunting, Matt Christopher, Kenneth Graham, George Selden, Walter Dean Myers, Phyllis Reynolds-Naylor, Judy Delton, and Mary Calhoun. He also illustrated the Quirky Bunicula series from James Howe. And the Freddy books from Walter R. Brooks. Don't think those are Freddy Krueger books. <laughs> Bonicula. Yep. Oh, my God. He illustrated them. So good. 
In addition to his children's book illustrations, Morrill also created original art for puzzles as well as pursuing a painting career. Hmm. And I figured that since we don't ever really talk about some of those guys, uh, it would be nice to just give a little bit of time yeah. to. Mm -hmm. So who, uh, who did we complain about the most? Well, Anthony Kramer is who I've complained about the most over the years, but I don't know. I remember there was somebody we were complaining about who just like wasn't shading. Oh all. yeah, that was Ye that was Yi Chi Lin. Okay. Yeah, uh, his his illustrations look like uh, coloring book illustrations in Chinese yeah. Dragons. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, fun funnily enough, he's I guess um, trained in like traditional Chinese art. Oh. So <laughs> I, I I've seen some old school. The Chinese drawings and shading is not a thing that they really use in there either. Yeah, hmm. so yeah. we were making fun of the Chinese people as a whole. <laughs> so, hurrah! Eh, they'll get over it. Yay for us! Don't we have listeners over there? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they gave us three years. Um. So. I guess if we're about done here, yeah? Yeah. All right. Well, then the last thing that we have to talk about is uh, the schedule coming up. Because uh, once we're done with our anniversary month, we're going to go on a month-long hiatus like we usually do. Um, but we also have some other stuff going on in our lives that is unrelated to the podcast. And the podcast is kind of taking time away from that. So we are going to take a little bit of time away from the podcast. Uh, my initial thought was to just bounce on you guys for like five months. And then Connie was like, you know, we could like give them like an episode a month. And I was like, all right. Oh, okay. That's not a bad idea. You're going to be. Apparently you weren't a part of this conversation. He, 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 he erases it when we leave. Right. Got right. it. So this every conversation is a new conversation yep. for yeah. Chase. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that's what's going to happen for um, the month of October, November, December, and January. Uh, there's only going to be one episode per month we don't want to leave you guys hanging. Uh, but, and then starting in February, we're going to go right back to our regular schedule. Um, we're not, there's not like some sort of like mysterious thing that we're working on in the background that's going to become a new, that's not, not this is all unrelated to the podcast. It's just stuff that we're doing in our real lives for ourselves. It's a... Uh, self-care. Self-care. That's what it is. Because this podcast is killing us. Wow. You. <laughs> <laughs> right. The royal us. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, the royal us? Is that a thing? That is now. <laughs> so, just to reiterate, next week we will have the final episode of, uh, of our anniversary month. That'll be Jason reading a book that I'm not going to spoil for you. And then we will be off for a month. No new episodes for all of September. And then first week of October and the first week of every month after that up until February when we go back to normal schedule. One book a month. Probably made that more confusing than I needed to. Yeah, I got it. Yep. I wasn't talking to you guys. Oh. Okay. I'm talking to the <laughs> listeners. We're not listeners. Uh-uh. <laughs> I didn't know when you guys ever started listening to me. <laughs> so that's it, folks. Next week... Jason reads another mystery book, and then fuck you guys for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! Thanks for listening for three only, years. Only partially, though. Yeah. Partial fuck you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 
partially kind of like you guys to keep listening, so don't go away. Yeah. Yes, use that time to spread the word of our podcast. Or go back and listen from episode one. Yeah. Boom. That's correct. Because you got so much more time now. Mm-hmm. Sure. Remember all those things that you forgot. And you can go back and like rate on some of your podcast things or YouTube or the Apple Music thing or I don't know, all of those things. He's doing a, a call to action. Yeah, call to action. Which we never do. This is a good I time mean, to we, do it. I mean, we did once in a while back in the day, but we haven't done it in like, I don't know, over 100 books now. Probably. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, throw up those uh, thumbs, the likes, the... Five stars. Five stars, the one, one stars. I don't care as long as we know that people are listening. Yeah. But five stars, I guess, gets you more recognized. Yeah, if you're going to... Take the time to put up a one star <laughs> to log into your fucking iTunes account. Which we all know is impossible. Fucking just so you can give us iTunes. one star or one thumbs up or whatever the fuck it is that they do on iTunes. Like, I mean, that's a lot of commitment and I appreciate that. <laughs> but like, go fuck yourself. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, if you'd like to check out more fun stuff from us, go to uh, incrediblydaring.com. And if, I guess, you, yeah, I mean, we're not, yeah, choose your own adventure, cyoa.com. The end. Bye. <laughs>